Aloha, Starshine. Aloha, Sunshine, and aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. We had a momentary audio difficulty there. Yeah, my there. eardrums burst. Thank you. I just upgraded to the new version of GarageBand, and uh-huh. there's a setting that looks very similar. It's not. No, it was loud. <laughs> it makes things really go uh, really loud in your ear. Uh, it's, you know, the end of a week, and, mm-hmm. and I have a cocktail for us. Yes. Not only that, uh, we're going to, well, we're going to listen to a little bit of music, and uh, like we always do, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I want to say that I, I was feeling, my mood was feeling... Um, like songs with politically inappropriate titles. Oh, I like that. Like uh, from uh, the Martin Denny album Aphrodisia. Uh-huh. Uh, that's a good one. Um, and I, there's a song on there called Fruit of Dreams on a Les Baxter album. Fruit of Dreams. Yes. Like, like what kind of fruit? Uh, like Fruit of the Loins. Oh, Fruit of the Loins. From what would be a fr- Aphrodisia. Like, from, like a peach? Like, no, I'm, well, I'm not, I'm not actually entirely sure. I mean, what kind of fruit would be of your loins? Um, well. Plums. The Yes. yes, plums and prickly pears. Yes, and I prickly think. pears. <laughs> so the so the drink we're having this is our third in the series of drinks that are lower in calorie, mm. but have all the flavor. Yes, and now a listener wrote in and said you're doing lower calorie drinks, and <laughs> it you know I really like coconut drinks, mm-hmm. and so do I. how do you do a coconut drink that is lower in calories? Well, it's it's hard actually. You just uh, throw it up afterwards. So we're doing the painkiller, okay. which is a pineapple coconut drink. And I have uh, I have that in my shaker here, and I'm gonna start shaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, the painkiller is uh, Pusser's dark rum. Pusser's. Yes. Like pussy. Yes, Pusser. just like that. Okay. I just wanted to you know, make sure uh, everyone got with that. With pineapple and orange juice. Now, pineapple and OJ in its unsweetened form are not real high in calories. What's this? This one's extra. Uh, that one's for the other gentleman who's in the lounge. The gentleman caller. Yes. Uh, so the pineapple gentleman and OJ, caller. not terribly high in calories, but you definitely have to watch them or they creep up on you real quick. So Just there's your ass. Uh, it is it is a standard painkiller with one change. So four ounces of pineapple juice, okay. one ounce of OJ, two to two and a half ounces of the Pusser's Navy Rum. The Pussy. Yes. <laughs> and instead of putting in the coconut cream, mm-hmm. which is 250 calories per two fluid ounce portion, and you need two to three ounces in a painkiller. So tasty, though. You you remove the coconut cream, okay. and you put in a coconut rum instead. So you get the same flavor, yeah. but yes, that thickness... The decadence is not That there. decadence and the creaminess is not the same. Now... I've never been a f- big fan of the painkiller because of that mm-hmm. creaminess and over-the-top sugariness of it, where it almost defeats the purpose of putting such a nice rum in it. True, but um, I, I just like coconut flavor. So, so let's, let's try here this is puppy. to the 240 calorie versus the 520 calorie painkiller. Think pain of how killer. many more you can have. That's well, right. You can more. have two for <laughs> one for the most part. What do you think mm, of that? I like it. Yeah. You definitely taste mm-hmm. the rum, so you're not missing that. And it's not as heavy because, you know, like when you made the marooned in past mm-hmm. years, which is one of my favorites, that one is heavy. Because it's got a bunch of coconut yeah, cream in it. Yeah, so you can't, you know, you get kind of bloated after a while from drinking them, but this so, wouldn't be like that. So this is certainly not something where I'd say, oh, if you're a diabetic, have this version instead. Mm-hmm. You still may be watching sugar of any kind, whether it be in juice, mm-hmm. alcohol, whatever. But um, The aftertaste is definitely just like the coconut cream. Yeah, like the, you know, like you the, get it a couple seconds. Yeah. yeah, you get it a couple seconds later. So, 240 calories versus 
520 to 560, depending on how you make your painkiller. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it comes out really well. You get the coconut, mm -hmm. you get the rum, and uh, the pineapple is there. Um, and it's it's a little thinner than the yeah. standard one, which I kind of like. Yeah. Now, if you're a big fan of like pina coladas and the thick, heavy drinks, like the the crappy blended daiquiris that you get in far too many places that are, by the way, not a real daiquiri in the least. They're a Slurpee. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. they're a Slurpee with a shot of rum. Mm -hmm. um, then, you, then you're you not going to care for this. But if you like rum, then you're going to like this. It's drink. good. No, I like it. Well, I'm glad you like well, it. Well, good. I'm glad I came over. Mm -hmm. I can go mm -hmm. now. Mm -mm. I'm going to drink your friends there if he doesn't come get it. No, you cannot go. Mm -hmm. um, before you go, mm -hmm. let me go uh, find the mail sack. Okay. We'll do that. I guess I'll wait for the and sack. And then we'll chat a little bit. We even got some music as well. In the sack? No, not in the sack. You always should listen to music in the sack. Uh, I I do. I listen to music in the sack every night. I listen to rain. Actually, I do too. It's yeah. not music. <laughs> it's it's more like a thunder and lightning and rain. I put rain on, and then when the senator comes to bed, he switches it to uh, crickets. Oh yeah, you know my uh, my boyfriend has just been getting into the um, uh, uh, just before nighty night uh, sounds as well. Yes. He likes the more ethereal, no words, no actual sounds, just ambient, uh, like static, like dee -dee -dee. I can't like have anything like that, that I think is going to have a pattern, like a wave. I can't listen to waves because waves back oh, and forth. Yeah, and that doesn't bother yeah, me. It bothers me because I'm just listening about the wave go back and forth. <laughs> that makes you have to pee or anything like no, that? No, it just bothers me. I just It has to be All right, well, random. I'm going to go find the mail sack and we'll be right back. Right. Tiki mail! Sack's looking a little tiny. I know. It it's is. So it's cute. like a... The, the sh it's shrinkage. It's, it's, it's a wee. It's a it's a wee sack. It's a midget sack today. Uh, but that's okay. We're there still must gonna be tiny tiny mail in there. We're still gonna read out of it. Okay. Uh, With a magnifying glass. <laughs> this first this first email and they weren't actually uh, this gentleman wasn't writing in actually to um, send us a note, but uh, he was writing in because he won a little contest. Okay. And um, so. My boyfriend and I have just finished, and, and I know a lot of people out there are doing this, and I think mm -hmm. more people should do it. If you haven't already, just go digital. Just go digital with your computer. You, you back up your CDs, your movies, whatever, and just get rid of the hard copies of everything. Sure. It takes up so much less space. Uh, we packed the equivalent of two full moving boxes of just CDs. Yeah, I could say, I mean, but the, the senator has a shed full of I them. I still couldn't bear to throw them away, so I am giving them to anybody who wants them. Um, I have a cousin up at uh, UC Berkeley mm -hmm. who is making this giant photo collage of John Muir. Okay. And so I'm sending him hundreds of CDs because they have to go through them, I guess, and they whittle out a whole bunch of them and not use them, but they need them of a particular color because they might need one that's part of an eyebrow or one that... So anyway, um, and they need thousands and thousands of CDs to make this happen. So uh, I sent him a whole bunch, but um, I, I posted on our Facebook page. I said, the first listener who goes and listens to the last episode and posts what liquor Pumpkin brought into the lounge will get... Uh, a grip of uh, a grip, lounge huh? type music. A that, grip. A grip. Yeah, that's a word well, we look, use when we listen I can, to CDs. I can barely fit this in one hand. That's a grip <laughs> um, of CDs. And so um, this uh, listener by the name of uh, Kerwin Gelstrom, mm -hmm. I, I believe I'm pronouncing that uh, correctly. He's from Portland, Texas. 
He was the first one to go listen to that episode and let it. He reminded us that uh, Pumpkin brought in ruby liqueur, which is a rhubarb liqueur. And how was that? I thought it was. We all actually, all, all three of us last week, we thought it was very tasty. And uh, I want to try and uh, develop a cocktail with it. Um, probably not for Tiki Caliente or one of the events coming up. Probably just for us to enjoy here in the lounge. Because it uh, it's not the cheapest of liquors, mm-hmm. and so when you're doing mass-produced drinks, I mean, I you know the bill can't get too high. Yes. But I mean, there's just there's a, a CD here called Lava Lounge. There's some Michael Bublé, which is good uh, modern I love, crooner. I love the Bublé. Uh, there is uh, some Martini Kings, the Ocean's Eleven, the first one, the mm-hmm. Ocean's Eleven soundtrack, which is just filled with. Uh, classic artists that you need to have. And then there is uh, stuff from the Ultra Lounge series, um, which is some of the, it's one of the best series of albums that you can get out there if you just want bits and pieces Mm -hmm. of some of the classics. And so I have Cha-Cha de Amor. Oh, nice name. And then uh, there is also Mondo Exotica. So, uh, so anyway, so I'm sending those to uh, Kerwin, and uh, he gets them free of charge. I'm sending them out now, and I hope he enjoys them as much as I, I have. And yeah. uh, you've heard them here in the lounge, and now um, now you'll have them at home. Uh, now, this next one is actually an email. Somebody wanted to tell us something. Okay. Was uh, it something other than good? thank you, I won, which, you know, that's good, too. I, I want mail from Pumpkin's Vagina. It's been like two years since you did that. It may be very uncouth, but that's why I like it. Well, but Mauricio the problem is, is that from she Coral Gables, up. Florida. She had that sewn up. <laughs> she hasn't used it in yeah, years, people. Yeah, I mean, it's sewn up. She did that for a reason. Too many people were going in and out oh. of it. She sewed it up. Yeah, that is kind of true. Yeah. And, and that's not just a euphemism, as her boyfriend may attest to. Yes. Uh, and we can say anything we want when she's not here. Yes. Well, we'll say it when she's here. Um, So, yeah, we did used to do the mail from Pumpkin's Vagina occasionally. Um, Pumpkin's not on the show as much as she used to be either, Uh so it does make it difficult to get in there. Uh, But you know what? I can't say that it's never going to happen again. Maybe it's time for her yearly exam. (laughs) Maybe it is. And we can do the mail from in there. So thank you, Mauricio. Uh, Mahalo for that. This next one comes... uh, This is from Greg from Perth, Australia. He says, Aloha, Sunshine. I love the show. I think I'm at the point that making my own infusion would be a good idea. I made your spiced rum and it was pretty damn good. We used it when my friend made eggnog and mm. I also did Kehlani Punani. What else is fairly easy for the lazy mixologist? Greg. Okay, you have to start with this and you might not think that I would suggest this, but um, I'm going to. Start simple so you get used to what infuses and what doesn't. So and here's a here's a reason why. You might think, well, I want a a mint or a sage or a, a rosemary or liqueur or something like okay, that, which are popular in like martini drinks, things mm-hmm. like that, not in our tiki drinks. Okay. And you just think like, well, I'll just drop some rosemary into a bottle of, of vodka and infuse it and hope that that works. Well, you know what? It does, but there can be some bitterness depending on what type of rosemary you use. Um, some herbs need to be bruised before you put them in. Some you don't want to bruise because then they turn black instantly and they kind of putrefy. Ooh, that's um, nice. So there are ways to do it. So here's a really easy one to start with. Get yourself a nice bottle of vodka. I, I, I do it with Belvedere. That's what I like. And drop in one single full vanilla bean sliced in half and then kind of spread it open so that the seeds are exposed. Like, like pumpkin's vagina. Yes, exactly. Yes. Drop that in your bottle of vodka. And then every couple of days, just turn it upside down once or twice. In 15 to 30 days, you are going to have a vanilla vodka that is five times better than any vanilla vodka that you could buy 
uh, at your local liquor barn. I promise you. So, um, Starshine, mm -hmm. we have such a bottle of Belvedere. And here's another thing. When you buy vanilla vodka, yes. it's always still clear, perfectly clear. Yeah, but yours is yellowish. Right. Which because, would make sense. Because the vanilla bean mm -hmm. is this dark bean with these dark black seeds inside, and it's going to tint your vodka a slight yellowish urine brown color. color. Yeah, not quite urine. Kind of um, But And then you'll even see the seeds floating in there. Now, mm -hmm. you can strain those out if you want to. Um, after it's infused, the seeds are not necessary anymore. But I don't strain them out because when you do this, and a, and a friend of mine likes this, simply put an ounce and a half of this vodka in with, uh, and then fill with club soda with ice. Uh -huh. There's no sweetener in there, but yeah. it's still magically with that natural sweetness from the vanilla bean, it tastes like a cream soda. Yeah, it sounds it's, good. It's that good. So go ahead and give that a little, just a little nip. And um, you see want me what to you drink think. Out of the bottle? I go right ahead. It's, we're all family in this bar. <laughs> mm, that's good. It burns my nose. Mm -hmm. Woo. But there is just such a good bourbon vanilla. But I could see how putting that just with club soda would be really good. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and and this vanilla bean has it. It brings out a natural sweetness in the vodka that you would no normally yeah. never. Um, get and um, yes, you kind of get like a cream soda. Yeah, it's nice. Just by that, but you could use this. You could use this in cooking now. So there's a there's your starting point. Mm -hmm. Now you go okay. So I can infuse something with vanilla. Now you can do that in anything that's about uh, eighty proof or forty percent alcohol. So you could do it in rum. You could do it in whiskey. Absolutely. You could do it in bourbon. That's why they call them bourbon vanilla beans. Mm -hmm. uh, you you know vanilla doesn't do anything on its own unless you take the seeds out and or steep it in. Um, alcohol and, and release the oils. So vanilla is a good start. Then uh, try some citrus. Try something by doing it with like zest. So like uh, take the zest of a lime, a citrus that you really like. Uh, try that in some uh, vodka or rum or even tequila works mm -hmm. really good with citrus. And just start with those two things, some citrus and some vanilla, and then you can mix the two. Uh, lime and vanilla go really good together. So mm -hmm. lemon and vanilla. Uh, so start with those things, and then you'll just get crazy from there, I promise you. But um, Greg from Perth, there you go. That's that's what I suggest. Um, and let's see. Oh, this last email is not really an email, but uh, I thought I would read it anyway. Okay. Well, it is an email. Well, it was sent. He Hello. My name is Mrs. Maria Johnson from Madrid, Spain. I am a dying woman who had decided to donate what I have to you. I am 59 years old and was diagnosed for cancer about two years ago. I will be going in for an operation, and I pray that I survive the operation. I have decided to will donate the sum of my $1.2 million for charity works. Oh, we Please are contact my lawyer through this email address, charlessomeahole-at-something.org. Yeah. Uh, his name is Barrister Charles Baylor. He will explain everything to you. Of course. So I'm just imagining that if I just email this Charles guy, um, he's going to, you know, tell me that I could have unlimited sums of money we for whatever charity I want. travel to all the tiki events, and that would be charity, right? Giving mm -hmm. our drinks at room crawls to desperate and homeless tiki people that need a refreshing beverage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we could use that money. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, um, so Maria Johnson, mahalo for writing into the lounge. Not a very Spanish name, Maria Johnson. No, <laughs> no it's not. No, I wouldn't picture that. From but, Madrid, Spain. Yeah, from yeah. Madrid, yeah. Well, she must be, she must be visiting. Maybe Johnson. Or Maria she's, she's taken up residence with a husband with who a is a native or something. Maybe someone yeah, from England. I don't know. 
But uh, if you'd like to send us some serious correspondence, send that to mail at zentikilounge.com. Let me have another sip of my painkiller. Is it, is it killing your pain? The, the vodka's still burning, but in a good way. Mm. Mm-hmm. Tasty. It is And tasty. less calories. Yes. So mail at zentikilounge.com. You can also find us on Facebook. Like our page. Friend us there. You can make friends out of Sunshine Tiki, Starshine Tiki, and Kehlani Tiki all on the Facebook. And now Zen Tiki Lounge is on Google Plus mm. as well. So we hope that you will check us out. I wouldn't know. On the Google Plus? Yes. You oh yeah, I'm gonna I know I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to hook you up with that. I, I know I keep forgetting and it's it's my fault. I'm a terrible, terrible, terrible podcast you host. Are. I, I'm gonna. I swear, I'll get around to it. I will. Uh, okay, so um, let's see. What else do we have here? Oh, um, well, we have a Tiki Caliente update. Okay. And uh, then we're gonna play some music from the artists that will be playing at Tiki Caliente this year. And Kehlani and I are still debating over which day we'll go. Okay. We'll be there for. I'm trying to push her for Saturday. Uh huh. Because she can't leave until like three on Friday. What's up with that? Well, and what's the point? I know. You might as well go up Saturday morning and have I the whole know. day. I totally agree. We'll be right back. Okay. Shine. Yes. Do you know what tomorrow is? I'm going to go to Ikea. Oh, th- no, that's not why I'm asking. Oh, and it's not your birthday. Nope, it's not my birthday. It's not It's not your partner's No, birthday. tomorrow is... No, it's not. No, it's not. Oh, wait, no, no, it's not. That's not the senator's birthday. It's January 21st. Oh, uh, yeah. That means that at 10 a.m., Tiki Caliente 4, rooms are going on sale oh, yes. to the general public. Mm-hmm. Now, we, we, you know, we've got a room for the room party. Yes. But uh, for for the rest of you who are going, tomorrow is the day, or, well, from the point of view of recording this podcast, but January 21st after 10 a.m., you can go to tiki-caliente.com and you can book your room. Uh, In addition to booking your room, you can uh, get all, all kinds of great stuff. Now... For the price of $325 to $330, I know there's only a $5 difference, that includes Friday and Saturday night. Mm -hmm. It includes two wristbands, which means you have access to everything for the weekend. Um, So that's a pretty good deal in itself that it includes the room for uh, two or more people plus two wristbands. So yes, you can book a room that has two queens, for example, sleep four people in the room, and then just purchase... Sorry. <laughs> the homosexuals are optional, yes, of which there will be several. Um, but uh, you could sleep four people in the room and just purchase two additional wristbands, for uh-huh. for example, and then, you know, it, and share the room, and it really makes it economical. Economical. Uh, but, um, yeah, so prices are 325 to 330 and that includes Friday and Saturday night. Now, you can add Thursday night if you want to arrive early for $115, or you can add Sunday night as well, stay for a long weekend, also for 115 or... Add both Thursday and Sunday for two twenty. Save another ten dollars. Um, again, the wristbands are included in the room. Uh, your wristband includes all of the musical acts that are on Friday and Saturday, both day and night. So there's there's acts by the pool during the day and in the evening on the stage. We've got the Martini Kings featuring Sunny Moon, by the way, a vocalist, really awesome guy. Uh, there's the Hula Girls, the Smokin' Menahunes, the Sand Devils, and the Deadbeat Daddies. And it sounds like Rory is working on possibly another act or two, but that is not confirmed. Mm-hmm. So those are the confirmed acts for right now, and we're all going to cross our fingers for um, 
for another band or two, which would be awesome. Uh, there are going to be food and cocktails served at the hotel, um, as well as restaurants in the area. Uh, but I mean, there are great bars and restaurants within walking distance. It is Palm Springs, uh, you know, and uh, don't forget you're in Palm Springs. So there's it's great weather, shopping, there's pool time, museums, great food, nightlife, spas, my personal favorite, casinos. Ooh, a casino. Uh, there's hiking. I want to stay at the casino. Antiquing. You want to stay at the casino? Yes. <laughs> no, Rory, she does not want to stay at the casino. I want to stay at the casino. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, Tiki Caliente is just a, a great, great weekend. And I, if, if you're into tiki, Polynesian pop, kitsch, uh, bachelor pad type lifestyle, this is the event for you. It's May 18th, 19th, and 20th in lovely Palm Springs, California. The Zen Tiki Lounge is going to be there. We will be hosting a room party, most likely on Saturday night, though that's mm-hmm. not confirmed yet. Whatever and, day you uh, wish. And we will, um, we're also going to do our best to host a pre-room crawl party for uh, some of the guests who arrive a bit earlier. So you pro- you'll have up to two chances to see uh, the Zen Tiki Lounge, although we're going to try and do them on the same day so that we only have to get the room together once. That but would be lovely. Yes, I know. I you're know. a slave driver. I, I am. I am. But, you know, I've seen you and the other ladies all in action at the job we used to work at, and I know that we can all really pull it off when we have to. So mm-hmm. um, At least at the other job, we were making minimum wage. Well, that's true. You get, but, but you know what? You know the one thing we never got while we were working at that job Alcohol. was? We never got free cocktails. Well, we never I used got to, to drink, drink in my liberally. car before we went in there. But. <laughs> yes. but we never got to drink liberally while we were working. No, and you get to true. do that when you're hosting a Zen Tiki Lounge room party or room crawl. So that's Tiki Caliente for May 18th, 19th, and 20th. Uh, go to tiki-caliente.com and uh, book your room. As soon as uh, May 21st at 10 a.m. hits, any time after that, uh, the uh, host hotel, the Travel Lodge, is probably going to sell out soon. There is another hotel that is on standby that uh, you'll be able to book immediately after that if the uh, Travel Lodge fills up. So lots and lots of good stuff. Now, um, I think we should play a little bit of music from some of the acts that are going to be at Tiki Caliente. What do you think? So we'll play two songs. This one is... This first one is the Hula Girls, and this is my favorite of their songs. It's called Volcano. And then we're going to follow that with the Martini Kings and their tune, Return to Mo'orea. So we're going to play you those two songs, and then maybe, maybe maybe we'll be right back. Maybe we won't. No, probably. No, I don't don't think so. I'm going to casino.
you know, Starshine. I'm, I'm really, I'm really in the mood now for for a big party, and um, that's just not going to happen right now. Okay. Well, not. But not we tonight. still have, but we still have another half of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, before we bid everyone adieu. Okay. Uh, and uh, so let's let's just get right into uh, right down um, to the list here, and. Um, I came across an article in uh, Huffington Post. I, I really like Huffington Post mm-hmm. because I, I I know my parents especially will say that Huffington Post is very left wing, democratic sided. They they see no other side, and I, I I see where they're coming from to a point. But then it's not too hard to find an article there in the Huffington Post, like you know, um, online mm-hmm. where they'll. They'll bash the other side too. Okay. I mean, they're not exclusive. But uh, there was an article there in the lifestyle section about is Polynesian tiki influence on home decor fading? Oh, I hope not. No, I hope not too. And they kind of discussed it uh, (laughs) from the point of view of it seems to be really like it's just getting going again, even though it's already like in a five-year swing. Yeah. Uh, you know, the home decorating shows have been talking about it for a long time. And then, you know, as green living gets more popular, um, using natural fabrics and materials and natural influences becomes more and more popular. Do you really want it to be really popular, though? You don't want your house to look like everyone else's. Well, see, that's a very good point. I'm not afraid of that. Because I am, see, I think I think it's at a point now where people are bringing in um, the natural fabrics, like mm-hmm. I said, or fabrics made of natural things as opposed to polyester carpets and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, and so you see, just see a lot more wood tones and bamboo and uh, sustainable woods. And, and rum. And rum, yeah. yeah. But you still don't see a tiki bar in very many homes. You or still a don't lovely Hawaiian sunset. Yes, yeah, so a full size wall yeah. mural of a Hawaiian sunset or full size tiki bars with um literally hundreds of bottles on them. So that's still unique enough that I know that when people come here, they're not seeing this at anybody else's no, house. No, you are correct. And of course that's part of the mystique of it is that not everybody knows that many people oh, who and it's a lot even of have work. a bar in their it's home. It's a lot of work. It is. Yeah. Uh, every couple of weeks, I have to make a quick little list and figure out what mixers am I out of. You know, there are a lot of things that you use quite regularly that go in a lot of drinks, you know, like um, triple sec or um, no, not sweet and sour in this bar because oh, I use no, only no, real no fruits shit. and juices. Um, but, you know, a, a standard silver rum, a vodka, you know, these are the types of, they're, they're in so many drinks that you'll go through those a lot. And then there are other bottles on the shelf like Campari. That'll last me two years. And so uh, from the article, what were they saying was going out? Uh, Well, they said what was going out was um, the uh, truly pop kitschy part of it, meaning um, like the plastic lawn flamingos, the the cheap made in whatever country uh, plastic crap that... Is not good for the environment. Like not when really you go good to for your like home. Target and they have the tiki, the Polynesian inspired punch glasses, right? That or kind the of dollar stuff. section, yeah. or the, their their impulse buys. That it is not something that ten years from now you're gonna want to give to anybody else, mm-hmm. or twenty years from now when your kids are old enough to start decorating a college dorm room, they're not gonna want it. Like, well, and you know, it's also your personal style, so that's never gonna go out. I mean, I like mid-century stuff, and I don't care whether that's in style or not. I right, right. You know, 
So they, they're, they're talking about that's the stuff that's going to go out. People are going to continue to move more towards sustainable and, and green resource type natural materials um, with uh, prints and patterns that remind people of the jungles, the rainforest, um, uh, places that are not near to where they live. And the, for most of us... The 70s are coming back. <laughs> yes, they are. What's going they on? Are. So, and for most of us, you know, the jungle or the savanna mm-hmm. are not places where we live in the uh, Western world or especially in the Northern Hemisphere. So those things seem exotic to us and they're always going to seem cool. Whereas if you live in the Southern Hemisphere... Um, or around the equator, those things don't seem so fantastical. It's like when you see English bands that are obsessed with the desert. Yes. Like, like, like your band, you, you too. You too, yeah. Like, I mean, they have a thing for the American desert. Yeah, it's like I it's don't a get it. desert. I don't yeah, get it. Get away from it. I mean, I've, <laughs> I've, lived, I've lived near it or yeah. in it my whole life. Um, I, I like to go camping in it yeah. uh, for a weekend, mm-hmm. um, but I, I don't want to live there. Yeah, no, no, no. it's <laughs> dirty and hot. So I don't think I don't think that the uh, the kitsch factor is going away, or that the Polynesian tiki influence is going away. Um, the mainstream may be going away, but not what all of us like about it. Right, and yeah. so and then there's show, and so I looked up I looked up in the online version of TV Guide. Uh, these shows that I thought, you know, maybe these would have something uh, about this topic in them. Mm-hmm. And it was not hard to find just in a matter of a couple of minutes. Uh, let's see. Design on a Dime had a show about Tiki. Uh, DIY Home Makeover had a show about Tiki. Flip This House had mm-hmm. a show about building a Tiki bar. Antique Road Show had a special on... Um, uh, vinyl record albums. Antique Roadshow makes me want to ransack my grandparents' house. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, they had an they had a show on just vinyl record albums of the 40s, 50s, and 60s. And as I was watching it, many of them were the artists that we play here in the Zen Tiki mm-hmm. Lounge. Uh, and uh, what else? And and then there's, you know, the, the more contemporary versions like Ellen, you know, it's a talk show, but she was having a show on uh, bringing natural elements with natural themes into your home. Um, and then, in you know, you're just crossing over into TV that's meant for entertainment and no other purpose. Uh, Hawaii Five-O is a very popular show right now. I like it. It's, you know, it's filmed in Hawaii. It's beautiful. Um, yes, to an extent, it's sensationalized what on TV isn't. Yeah. You know, I uh, have to put my yeah. plug in there. I love House Hunters. I, I love see. I've show. never seen okay. that. I am so fucking sick of people coming in and say, going into the kitchens and saying, this has to have granite countertops, hardwood floors, and um, stainless steel appliances. I'm like, it's so... I'm done with... I don't want to see a fucking... I don't want to hear people say granite countertop anymore because it's yeah. all they ask for when they go in there. Right. You know? I'm, I'm just done with that fad. Well, that actually reminds me of, uh, what was it, um, uh, Susie Orman? Mm-hmm. You know, she, she's talking about, uh, you know, she's the finance guru or whatever, and she's talking about, uh, you know, living within your means and not thinking when I buy a home, I have to immediately upgrade it to hardwood floors, granite countertops, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. She's like, no, no. She says, pick a room and put each room on a one, two, three, five-year plan and spend time redoing that room over months years like so for example if people walk into your living room from the front door maybe that's the room you should focus on well you saw my condo was a porn palace when we moved into it yes 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 it's been taking a lot of work we're scraping ceilings and walls half of where i want to be and this house even though we bought it new Mm -hmm. 
I'm not nearly done with it. Yeah. I'd still like to have a backsplash in the kitchen and a couple of other things. I'd like to I'd like to add something in a couple of places, but I know that this is a 10-year project. It's not something that you move into, max out all your credit cards and loans, yeah. and you do it all at one time. That's just ridiculous. And yeah. besides, your tastes are going to change. Or the, the, or the, I think they, and they must tell them to say something just to fill up camera space, because I can't imagine half of them walk into a room and go, I don't like this color. I don't know about this. It's like, fucking buy a $10 can of paint. That's right. You know? <laughs> well, I don't know when the last time you bought paint was, but... Uh, well, I know it's not $10, but really, I mean, it's not like you don't purchase a house based on the on the color of the You rooms. shouldn't anyway. You know, it's ridiculous. That's like the quickest fix in the world. It is. Well, yeah. No, it is. It really is. And so I don't... I do not think that... The uh, Polynesian tiki influence is is fading. I think in some ways it's actually still gaining momentum. Mm-hmm. And then and then my whole favorite my whole favorite part of it is bringing natural elements into your home or your yard that are actually alive, uh, such as house plants. Uh, you know, I talk about that a lot on the podcast because um, you know you can't look in any room of my home without finding an actual live plant. So just in the tiki bar alone, we've got bamboo, we've got ivy, we've got palm, peace lily. Uh, some um, uh, bromeliad. I mean, and that's just in this room. And then you go in other rooms, and there's some other stuff. I but, only have cactus. Well, and and that's fine. And I have them all in the backyard. And I used to be very attentive to them. Yes. And then then they weren't growing. And so for two months, I have not looked at them. And uh-huh. I went out there yesterday, and they have doubled in size. That's good. Without me checking on them. Sometimes it, I you know. If so only, screw those cactus. <laughs> if only children were that way. I know. I Pay try. no attention to them whatsoever. Leave them out in the yard, and they will double in size and grow. Well, the little senator would double in size because he knows where all the bad stuff in the kitchen is. Mm, that's so I do true. have to watch him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know if you heard about this story. Excuse me, while I chew my eyes. Mm, yummy, yummy. I can only chew on one side. I just have the. Uh, final part of my root canal done well the other side should be raring to go then oh no it hurts so bad when really? I, I i can't put any pressure on that side yet it's gonna probably gonna be about a week so there's this scandal between the russians and the and the and the uk okay so apparently uh the uh british uh undercover agents were using a pet rock mm-hmm. with uh, electronics inside yes. to spy on the Russians at their embassy. And it was that easy. It was that easy. <laughs> it was that easy. So I don't I don't quite know all the details, but I just thought this was hilarious. That uh, basically there was a fake rock with some electronics inside that then had like a transmitter of yeah. some kind. And as the British... Uh, officials or MI or whatever, whatever they are, they would walk by it. It would transmit to their devices, and they could walk away with the information that they were gathering from the Russians. And are and, the Russians um, really saying anything that interesting? Well, anymore? I don't know, but they were pretty upset when they found out. These are stupid <laughs> for let for being duped by a pet rock. Yeah, I mean, it was probably next to the rock that they used to put their key to the embassy too. You know. Those- <laughs> You think so? The ones you put in your front yard, <laughs> the, the spare key. The spare key rock. And they're like, oh, the other rock was recording what we were saying. I have I, no you know, idea. I, I, wonder, I wonder if actually that's what the problem was. Was It, it was next to that rock. Yeah. And then, uh, and then the, the British officials went to go change the battery in their rock, picked up the wrong rock, and actually realized they, had, they now had the key to the file room yes. or to the executive uh, Russian spy you know, yes, the executive bathroom. spy bathroom. Yes. <laughs> yes, I bet that's a nice bathroom. Mm. Oh, I bet it's a nice bathroom yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Well, I, that, that's one of those stories that you know I, I I read about and I go, really? 
Well, you know what? It is just a little too weird to be true. Isn't that just part of the game anyway? I mean, mm-hmm. you got to kind of figure they're all spying on each other, so why get pissed about it? They Everybody's, everybody's spying on everybody, yeah, isn't I mean, it? Yeah, give me a break. That's the name of the game. Now, here's something I'm very happy about. You know that, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, oh, oh, you know, he he lives in the White House. Your president? Uh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Nixon. Oh, Nixon. Uh, Obama, Obama. Oh, yeah, well, Obama. Nixon's dead. Well, he uh, apparently, uh, and I'm very happy about this, um, not apparently, but Obama stopped the Keystone XL oil pipeline Mm -hmm. uh, from coming to fruition, at least for now. Now, for anybody who doesn't know, this is a pipeline that will deliver oil from uh, the Alberta part of Canada all the way across the United States to Louisiana, where it will be refined, where most of it will be shipped to China and other countries, where very little of it would actually end up in the United States. And that's not even the bad part. The bad part is they have to build a pipeline over 1,800 miles of the United States. Mm-hmm. And and the uh, the Canadian company, uh, conglomerate, that wants to do this, I believe it's TransCanada. That's a good name. Mm, not very They clever, say, though. no, a leak <laughs> just isn't possible. Oh, of course it's not. It's just not possible. Even though they need to build it over places that are known for sinkholes, Tornadoes of a magnitude that are, you know, almost unimaginable. Tornadoes of mass destruction? Yes, tornadoes of mass destruction. (laughs) Uh, And for whatever reason, a larger number of earthquakes than that part of the country has ever experienced. Well, there's because there's earthquake faults there. And yeah, they don't get them very often. Yeah, but like there the are. New Madrid fault. Yeah, We're not in Spain, not that Madrid. No, not where this Maria, not where Maria Johnson is. That's right. Yes. And barrister, what's his face? Um, uh, Peabody, I believe. Is his name. <laughs> Peabody, barrister Peabody. So, uh, so anyway, and then that's not even the worst part. What's here's, the worst? Here's part? the worst part. This oil comes from something called tar sands. Yes. So it's and it literally is that it is a sandy muck mm-hmm. that is filled with tar oil sure and so you can remove the oil but to do so you have to blow mountains apart Mm -hmm. knock all the trees down blow mountains apart and then and that's still not the worst part then you have to use hundreds of millions of gallons of fresh water to pump it back in there to uh well to uh remove the oil Uh to help clean it filter it all this all this kind of stuff and then you finally get oil that actually releases less energy than it took to, to refine it, it in the first place yeah. and pump more hazardous things into the environment, blow up mountains, etc. But, but TransCanada and the Canadian government promise us that it will bring so many jobs to Canada and the United States that it's worth it. Now, of course, they completely, they say one million jobs. It is a lot, but I don't they know. They say... That uh, that uh, the detrimental effects have been completely blown out of proportion by um, the EPA and mm-hmm. by other uh, watchdog groups. Yes, that damn EPA. Yeah, they, so they say that uh, that's totally been blown out of proportion. It's not true in the least. And uh, and and here's my whole take on it. First of all, thank you, Mr. President, for listening to my email. 
Oh, yeah, because you were the only one, I'm sure. I was the only one. I actually sent probably three or four emails about this over the last couple months, and, mm-hmm. I, and I said, you will not get my vote if you do not stop this. Um, and I'm sure that is the sole reason why. I'm sure it is, yeah. He decided to ixnay the pipeline. You were going to switch over to Gingrich or Santorum the Devil. Or, right, right. It's crazy, that man. Um, no, but uh, I, I am, I'm glad that it didn't happen because... We as a world, not as a nation, but we as a world need to get off of oil altogether. And so tapping into one of the biggest reserves, actually, it is the biggest reserve outside of Saudi Arabia, and basically just continuing our dependence because, uh, I don't know, sending people to school and researching uh, scientific methodologies that will find us energy in other ways is too difficult. Are you kidding me? Why do they have to send it in a big pipe all the way down to Louisiana? Why are they just doing it themselves up in Canada? Well, because it comes from roughly central Canada. Uh-huh. And so there is another pipeline proposed. Basically, the way it goes, it's coming from a part of Canada where um, Quebec doesn't really want it shipped across them. Uh-huh. And they don't want to ship it across to the West Coast because that's even farther than sending it down to Louisiana. Oh, I, see. I was wondering what the- So it's kind of like one of the shorter distances. And, of course, TransCanada thought, oh, this is the United States. They're... Oil, oil hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They will they won't stop this. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I guess they were just like, well, shit. Yeah, I didn't expect they it. Don't, they don't care for this as much <laughs> as we thought. So a, a very interesting thing. So I think Obama did a good thing. Now, here's another thing I'm very happy about. Mm. SOPA. SOPA. Yes, this, uh, this terrible... Um, uh, act uh, to um, you know pull pull the internet in in mm-hmm. favor of the of Hollywood and the record labels and, yeah, and yeah, the, the, the movie labels. houses and things like that. Um, it's dead for Still now. Also, stop online piracy. Something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very good. Thank you. Uh, um, I do so read every it's kind of it's kind of dead for now, and this and that's very very good. I think because uh, for example, if SOPA went into effect, it would mean that um, at any given time. If somebody happened to come across the Zentiki Lounge, for example, mm-hmm. and realize that, oh yeah, podcasting really is the wild west of entertainment. Meaning, I mean, there there aren't very many rules. Yeah. So for example, I, I play a song in the background mm-hmm. and um, you know, nobody is getting any royalties for that except that I'm telling people who the artist is. So Although, people can you go know, depending on who owns it, it could be copyright infringement. Sure. Yeah. So people can go um go purchase that music if yeah. they choose to. Um, but they can't just, you know, cut and paste <laughs> it out because it's, you know, it's we, we speak over it, etc. But even just that could become off limits. Or uh, a record label or someone who works for a record label could uh, report us and then we would get a cease and desist. Mm-hmm. And But even worse than the cease and desist, they could also go to the person who um, manages uh, our internet subscriptions and just cut the pipe off. Mm. And, and the Zantiki Lounge would cease to exist. And uh, we would have the choice of... So for example, you know, I, I, play, a, I play a song by Martin Denny, for example... And uh, I may have to pay upwards of $8 per play. Yeah. And if you imagine that, well, we don't have sponsorships and we don't do this for money and it is a hobby, we'd, we'd be gone overnight and would never be back. Or we'd just be making our own music. <laughs> Which would be terrible. I'd be in the background just banging on bongo drums back there. Or something. Well, and you know what? where I work as an event planner for a college, we when I first started doing the job, you could 
have a weekly meeting, and if you wanted to show a movie or a TV show, go ahead. Yeah. In the past couple of years now, you can't show a movie unless you go buy the rights to it, which are about, you know, $300 to show. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, vastly cuts down on the number of movie nights we have in the building. I bet. There's no way that the students are going to pay that to show. But I, you know, and that, I guess it makes sense in a way, but then... But it doesn't make sense in a way because Because what's the difference in having 20 friends over at your house for Ocean's Eleven night or having 200 friends over in a hall that happens to have a video projector? Yeah. I don't see any difference in that. Um, Now, if you're charging admission and doing, is it a fundraiser? Now I see a difference. You know, now I see that you have some financial gain out of it, but you know. it, It just depends on what you view as public or private space. And since we're a public building, trying to show a movie to 200 of your friends with a projector and inviting anyone in the building in is different than having a private event at your home. This is true. And I bet the appetizers at your home would be much better. They're much better. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I think so. So. Keystone XL, shot down for now. SOPA, shot down for now. All good things. I'm actually happy or happy about that. But here's something else I'm happy about. There's this billionaire history buff dude that gave $7.5 million mm-hmm. to, to the us? federal government as matching funds to repair the Washington Monument. Oh, how interesting. I know. I think this is actually a very cool thing. Yeah. You know, things like the Washington Monument, which was um, partly or mostly built with private funds in the first sure. place, uh, you know, I I don't think we should just expect that the federal government pick up the tab for things like that when they need repair. I think that societies, historical societies, et cetera, you know, should have a, a role in that. And so, you know, it's very nice that this billionaire came forward and put up seven and a half million dollars of his own money to match with, you know, the money from the federal government. And then, you know, they're going to repair it. And they'll put a nice little plaque outside that said repaired with funds. They may. I, and actually, I tried, I read the whole article. It didn't say anything about well, that. Well, I'm not saying it would be on the monument, but it might be like when you walk in like a plaque on yeah, the side. and I wouldn't something. care. Yeah. You know, um, but, uh, you know, I think that's a good thing. You know, I, I think people need to be more involved, whether they be rich or not. They need to be more involved in their community or the community they love or the park they live near mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever the case is. Um, you know, there's a park opening right out I my window, it. actually. And at one time when they were doing the conceptual plans for it, there was some thought put in there that they might have a community garden in there. Had that actually gone forward, I absolutely would have been involved. Sure. Um, I grow as much as my own fruits and vegetables as I can on a patio, which yeah. is not nearly what I'd like. But I would totally be involved in a, in a community garden or something like that. Because, again, you know... I could walk to it. I could be involved in it. and I would eat the vegetables from your garden, but I kill I know everything. you would. I kill and everything I would, I, I and, I, and I would let you eat some of oh, my thank vegetables. You. Uh, just a few, though. Just a few. Not the ones that make you gassy. I've seen that. That's oh, not, and you can't see the gas. That's not. Well, I, no, that's true. <laughs> it's not that bad. You can't see it. Not unless I light a match. You no. can't see the gas. <laughs> um, you know, I just realized that we haven't talked about anything completely dirty this week, and I think it's no. because Kaylani's not here. Or a pumpkin. Yeah, it is yeah. them. Yeah. It's them. I'm not a very raunchy person. We're the professionals. Yeah. I mean, you could, I might if you had a topic, but just generally, no. Well, a continuing topic has been that uh, uh, Kehlani and I have been mining our P's and Q's with our calories after the new year. Uh And for me, it's not a New Year's resolution. I I will let myself go between Thanksgiving and New Year's every year. Mm -hmm. I usually gain 10 to 14 pounds. I only gained three pounds this year. And that's amazing. Yeah, because last year I gained eight and almost freaked out. And then I throw it back off come (laughs) January, February when I get back to jogging every night and watching my calories. Um, but this year, uh, and uh, you can join uh, Kehlani and I, for example, 
on Facebook at the Tiki Caliente Calorie Countdown page. I saw that. Maybe I should join that too. Join us. Yes. Because I and still it's just, want... So people are posting, um, you know, recipes or mm-hmm. just, hey, this is how much weight I've lost or this is what I'm doing mm-hmm. or... Um, and we're also keeping it, you know, a tiki theme. Yeah. So reduced calorie cocktails, uh, reduced calorie foods that may have a Polynesian influence. I am only drinking rum <laughs> for all meals. You could get all the calories you need, but eventually you'd get scurvy. Well, unless I you don't had to, your citrus. It's a sexy look to be skinny with no teeth. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Well, yes, that's true. Yeah. Yes. In some arr, countries. Arr. Arr. Uh Here, just... just Drink rum and then drink this uh, bottle of Coco Lopez. Coco Lopez, does it have any nutritional? I mean, certainly you're getting it has calories fat. from it. It has fat. fat and sugar. So you'd be So okay. technically it has some nutritional yeah. value, I mean, I maybe suppose. not nutrition, but it's enough that you would be alive. You would live. Yeah. Yes. You would, yeah. your hair would eventually fall out. You would probably have some uh, dermatitis. Uh, dermatitis. Yes. It looks uh, like a mayonnaise container. It's really It does. Um, but uh, what were we talking about? I have no idea. I, oh, I losing, forget too. Losing weight. Yeah, so the Tiki Caliente Calorie Countdown page on Facebook, join us. You'll see that I am posting a weekly drink recipe, the same one that we do here on the podcast, mm-hmm. that is a either a creation of my own or is a classic tiki cocktail that I try and at least have the calories of, which we've done here with the painkiller this week. Uh, we did it the first week with the Mai Tai. Yeah. Last week, we did the Puka Shell, which is my own creation, which is one of the lowest calorie cocktails uh, that I have put up so far. That's a lovely name. Puka I mean, Shell. I like that name. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's a grapefruit drink. Oh. And you would especially like it. You just weren't here last week, so you didn't get to try it. I took a couple weeks off. But I'm thinking that we're going to serve the Puka Shell oh. at uh, Tiki Caliente just maybe, as long as I can get uh, get myself a hold of enough uh, Okalajal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, and then I just, just you know, just one last thing to say. I, I got an email just before the podcast started, and I was kind of half laughing, half complaining to Starshine about this, from a Christian online dating service. Yes. They just want to save you. Can't you see but that? But I've been getting a whole bunch of these lately, and I'm thinking, what freaking email did I become a member of I keep that sold my out. name to a Christian email or a Christian online dating service? That's a good question. I keep getting things for gout, and I don't eat red meat. Really? Yeah, so I think that's pretty funny. That is kind of funny. Yeah, and the senator doesn't eat. Really well, just like either. I got that kit in the mail two weeks ago, and it's a um, a uh, a formula uh, breastfeeding transition kit. Well, you do need to get off. I mean, your <laughs> your cat needs to stop breastfeeding <laughs> yes. off you. She just needs to stop eating in general. <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't I don't know what's up with the Christian online dating services and why they're emailing me, and I've hit spam every yeah. time I've gotten one. Yet I then will receive one from a different one. It's you, really weird. Is it a Christian gay singles? No. Well, they, I mean, no. well, you should email back and say, is this a Christian? And then they'll I never email you again. I even got one from ChristianMingle.com. Christian Mingle. <laughs> yeah, we'll come up with their... <laughs> Christian Mingle. Let Jesus be inside you. Ew. <laughs> I'm sure there's a copyright infringement we just pulled on that one. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Jesus inside me. Mm. No, I never even dated a guy named Jesus or Jesus. Jesus is inside no. you when you take communion. Ew. <laughs> um, well, on that note, we are at the end of the show. We are. And uh, I, I I, don't know about you, but I want to thank everybody for joining us. Sure. I was very glad that they all stopped by. Yeah. Um, we are going to, uh, we're going to end the show. 
We're gonna go to a casino. Oh, that sounds so good. <laughs> uh, you know what? No, after the car repairs and um, and my root canal, I cannot afford to do that. And that reminds me of the one last thing that we need to mention, mm. listeners. We've been talking about this more than we normally do because you know normally we'll go a good five six podcasts without even mentioning that you can donate to the Zen Tiki Lounge podcast. Yeah, you go to zentikilounge.com <laughs> and you click that little button that says tip your bartender. It'll take you to PayPal, and you can make a donation in any amount to the Zen Tiki Lounge. To support our programs. We use that money for nothing other than keeping the internet on, helping us attend tiki events. That would be nice. Uh, and um, and that's all we use it. Oh, and we'll also use it for online advertising. But mm-hmm. we don't use it for buying liquor. We don't use it for um, uh, you know remodeling Going our to homes or anything like that. But it is a donation. We are not even a uh, what do you call it? A not for profit. I mean, we're just a hobby podcast. Yeah. Uh, so you are literally just donating money to us so that we can continue to um, attend events and then bring you the details of those events. Talk about those events. Talk about the shenanigans. Uh, put pictures online for mm-hmm. you for those of you who can't make it and uh, a little video here and there i'm very excited about the next event because uh the boyfriend for christmas he got um and and the iphone 4 already has very good hd video which makes the bands and music sound great at these events sound and look great he got this little thing that you slide your iphone into and it it makes it able to record in stereo hi-fi are we going to try to get a room this year that's closer to the pool we have the same room we had last oh, year. That's okay. The exact same room. So we're overlooking the pool. Okay. And uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to the event. But if you know, if you would like to, go to zentikilounge.com and hit that donate button. And you can, anything, a dollar, a million dollars. I promise. Anything I'll, in the middle I is promise good. I'll double it at the casino. <laughs> we are not using the money for that. <laughs> Don't say that. People will be totally turned off. Um, oh, but I'm going to double it. But you it. know what? But maybe, but maybe... You're as financially strapped as we are lately because you've been paying for uh, $3,000 car bills and root canals and all kinds of other stuff. And uh, But you might still have the time. Uh, everybody's on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Go on iTunes and in the iTunes store, find the Zen Tiki Lounge. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, uh, uh, You know, if you're just listening to it from the webpage directly, and leave a review for the podcast. Better and leave money. us a nice five-star review. Yes, we like that. That we do. And, and type a couple of words and tell people what you like about the podcast. Say something nice about me. Say something nice. Would someone please go on iTunes and say something nice about Starshine? Please. And if you do, I will send you something very special from the Zen Tiki Lounge. Oh, I wonder what it could be. I'm going to make it a surprise, but I just want you to know that uh, every time I send something special, it really is something special, and it really is something here. (laughs) It's from his heart. From the lounge, and... I'm not sure what it'll be. Mm. I suppose it'll depend on how nice of a thing you say about Starshine yeah. and her um, witty form of banter. My, is it witty? Generally, it is. Generally, yeah. sometimes you're more witty. You're more witty than the other two ladies. They're raunchy. Kaylani's raunchy, and Pumpkin is um, angry, uppity jaded. Yeah. <laughs> she's angry. <laughs> Oh. That's why she's so enjoyable. See now, she's Kehlani, so angry. So now, Kaylani listens sometimes, and she might actually hear this, but Pumpkin will never hear it. No. Oh wait. So, so we're gonna. We're I don't gonna, think she'd disagree with that. We're gonna end the show, and I'm gonna play a song by um, uh, Javier Cugat, and uh, the name of the song is Bim Bam Bum. Big Bam, thank you, ma'am. Bim Bam Bum. How does that sound? Uh, interesting. Okay. Well, it, it sounds ethnic for sure, but I think it's going to get everybody kind of moving their bum a little bit, bim, and they're going to have a great time. So thank Christian you for joining singles. us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge, 
And until next time, mahalo. mahalo. 